Today's show is sponsored by Miracle Made. And oh my God, you guys, you know that I love a luxurious set of sheets. And I now have such a set of sheets because of a miracle made. They are bedding that has been inspired by NASA. They've got silver infused fabrics that actually make temperature regulating a thing. Uh, so you're not like getting too hot or too cold or whatever, you know, the whole thing that happens with your body's temperature losing its mind. Miracle made helps with that. One of the little things that my husband particularly loves about Miracle Made is that it like doesn't have as much bacteria as regular sheets because of it's infused with this silver that prevents up to 99.7% of bacterial growth. So it leaves the sheets cleaner for longer. And then the thing for my husband is that it doesn't give him acne, which is like an issue for some people. But more than all of that, it's just luxuriously comfortable and delightful. And it has that cooling feeling while also being cozy. Very hard to achieve those two things at the same time. I mean, miracle made, come on, well done. So here's what I think you should do. I think you should go to trymiracle.com slash fake the nation and buy some sheets today. And if you order today, you can save 40% off. Use the promo code fake the nation at the checkout and you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20%. So there's just a lot of savings here, folks. Order today, you'll get 40% off. Use the promo code fake the nation. Go to trymiracle.com slash fake the nation. And Miracle's so confident in their product, it's backed with a 30 day money back guarantee. So if you're not 100% satisfied, which I don't see happening, um, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash fake the nation and use the code fake the nation to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash fake the nation to treat yourself. Thank you, Miracle Made, for sponsoring this episode. Fake the Nation, episode 176. Hello, hello, this is Fake the Nation, where we talk about news, we talk about politics, and where we overeat on this here Thanksgiving. I am your host, Nagin Farsad, and as you hear this, I am probably face-planting right into a pumpkin pie. Today, uh, as you now know, is American Thanksgiving. Canadian Thanksgiving has already passed. It was on October 12th, and we love our Canadian listeners. Hey, guys. And uh, we're giving you plenty to be thankful for. Today, we're serving up big helpings of smart, funny conversations with some of Fake the Nation's favorite funny and smart people uh, that you love, that I love. Um, I know your mouth is watering, so let's just get started with topic number one. You guys, we read a piece by Laura Holson in the New York Times called Are We Living in a Post-Happiness World? Um, and here to talk about it with me are comedian Vicki Cooperman um, and Matt and and podcast host Matt Gorley. Is that right? I don't know. Do you call yourself a comedian? Are you a comedian? I, 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 do you do stand-up? I, I don't even know. I do some improv and stuff, but I don't go around calling myself a comedian. Okay. So whatever you want. So, so you're probably funny. And <laughs> podcast host Matt Gorley. Okay, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> this is like truncated introductions, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, you guys. So according to the World Happiness Report, uh, happiness in America is declining. We are number 19 behind Australia and Canada, hmm. which feels a little insulting. Um, mm -hmm. Do you feel that? And how do you explain it? 
Oh, that... I feel it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll how, take, how I'll take it... Canadian weather Australian spiders now, any day. <laughs> any day. Well, how can you explain the decline in American happiness? Oh, geez. Uh, okay. Back to you, Matt. Well, <laughs> yeah, globally, the world seems like a dismal place. Personally, I feel happier, and the more I disconnect from it, sadly, the better I feel. Right. So I feel like that's the lesson I'm being taught these days. I don't like it, but it's just to turn, not inward, like in retreat into depression, but retreat into my personal life and my my house and home and family and just like keep it there and switch off. And then I find I'm really happy and calm. And then when I go back to the world, yeah. it's scary and anxiety inducing. And, and, you, and you think that sort of experience is being replicated uh by an entire population you mean people are doing that like that I like hope so. that's probably no not that they're doing that but just that like that feeling of like connectedness is making is creating a lot of anxiety i would bet that on the whole that's the case that's all i see i don't yeah. see anybody really enriched the information was great for a long time and it yeah. helped with careers and entertainment it's beautiful yeah. but the cost of it is starting to scare me a bit. yeah yeah so. um Right. And I mean, there's the obvious political situation that we're in that's, I think, even for for the quote unquote winners has been still makes them angry. Yeah, uh, yeah. The winners are angry. The losers are angry. Everybody's Everyone's angry. angry. So it, 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 so it was entirely unsurprising that we were um, we have a declining happiness uh, number, according to the World Happiness Report. Um, I guess like. There's there's a distinction that this piece is trying to make between joy and happiness. Like happiness is a an overall um, feeling of well-being combined with a sense that one's life has meaning, says the article. Mm. Um, joy, by contrast, is delight in moments. Um, it delight in moments that, by their nature, are fleeting. So. Um, so there's like this kind of it went from like how to get a happy life to like how to find joy in fleeting like right. one by one moments or whatever because like don't pretend like you can find actual happiness. <laughs> I know. Um, so it's funny because even our rhetoric around happiness and joy has ch- has changed. Uh, Standards and- have gone down. Standards. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They're like, okay, all right, okay. Smile for five seconds a day. Okay, you that's your joy. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. all you get. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what? Uh, what did you? Do you feel like there should be this distinction between one, you know, joy and happiness? I certainly never thought about it like that yeah. before. It, it, if anything, it makes me worried that I'm somehow not doing one or both. You know, <laughs> I think it's a marketing thing. I really do. <laughs> yeah. No, I do. Right. I think yeah. like a like a series of books that come. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. It's a I TED think, talk waiting to happen. Yeah, I'm sure it has. I mean, I think marketers have been like the public is too smart. We can't sell them a happy life because they're going to see through our bullshit. So let's just sell, you know, the spark joy thing. That's, you know, yeah. Marie Kondo and like, which I, I, yeah. And, but I, I think that as a society, I can only speak for the United States because it's where I live. We're, we're very reactive right now. So we're always on edge. Yeah. And the anxiety, I, I mean, even with social media, I think we're supposed to live one life cycle in our lives. So just like a few births we care about, a few deaths Uh. we care about, a few accidents that are traumatic, um, a few college graduations. And we're experiencing like 80 of those a day. Yeah. Yeah. And I've become desensitized. It's empathy drain or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not empathy like we drain. have. Yeah. Yeah. Oh empathy God. drain. Wait, is that yours? Yeah, I, I love it. Guys, that's wow. the title of your TED talk. Yeah. Empathy, empathy drain. drain. And my TED talk is that I don't show up for a goddamn TED talk. <laughs> 
and everybody's dismissed. You don't have to listen to a TED talk. Have some joy. We are totally in that yeah. because it's not. We're not supposed to process that many huge life milestones in that's a day. Really right. No, that's absolutely true. And, yeah. and I'm sick of doing it. Yeah, me I too. Really am, and yeah. I've become one of those people. I'm like, oh, they had a baby. I'm like, I was very happy for you, Nagin, when Thank you had a baby. You. That's very, the correct actually. thing to say. Yeah, Your grandfather but, did. <laughs> but I mean, you're in the circle yeah, of my life. I'm a human yeah, being to you. Yeah, 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 you yeah, are. Yeah. But there's a lot of people that sadly, like you said, empathy drain. I'm like, oh, that's too bad. They couldn't have a baby. They're doing in vitro. And I don't care. I, it's not because I don't care. It's because I've now there's I've seen many 38 things. posts. It's presented to you in a like 15 second video. That doesn't have sound in a right. story. Yeah. Right. Ugh. And I also think people should stop posting personal stuff. I agree. I know. <laughs> um, I I think uh I think the well, there's a couple things. One is you're absolutely right. I think we are suffering from 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 being a part of too many life milestones mm-hmm. and from from also feeling like Oh, that's a you know. Oh, what a what a joyous picture of someone in Hawaii. Let me like that, and then and all of the feelings that come with it that we're mm-hmm. not even super conscious of. But mm-hmm. like you know, one of the twenty two feelings that come from a simple viewing of that is, I wish I was in Hawaii. Yeah. Uh, the other one is, why don't I have her thighs? Mm-hmm. The other one is, you know what I mean? It's endless, yeah. and um, and so so that's kind of where that's an undercurrent of everything that's draining our happiness and our ability to just to live. Like literally, like if you said to me, and I remember hearing about your honeymoon and how great your wedding actually, and mm-hmm. how great that sounded, and and hearing the story live and in person, and feeling like so happy for yeah. you that you had such a fucking remarkable and wonderful wedding. Yeah. I eloped in Costa Rica, oh, which wow. is uh, top fifteen of the happiest countries in the world. I oh, think. okay, yeah, <laughs> well yeah, done. yeah. Um, and uh, right, and the way, and the thing you said that I that I think about for like once a month is we went <laughs> swimming in the morning and we were married in the afternoon. Yeah. Oh my right. god, right? No, that's the yeah. whitest thing ever, ever. said. <laughs> yeah. Ever, yeah. ever, but get uh, you a porch. I know, get me a porch. But now. like, I could, you know, like I. I remember I, I could feel that like I could hear that story and just like feel a joy from yeah. hearing it or whatever. I feel something then, from hearing it in this I know, room. Right? I do. I was in a pool 10, 20 minutes before and these three girls who worked at the front desk were like, do you want to get your makeup done? I'm like, okay. Oh, I love it. I yeah. mean, right. I but I'm hearing it through your yeah. retelling and the yeah. look on your face. Right. Remembering like, that. Yeah. This is cool. Yeah. This is joy. This is, this is oh, joy. Oh God, we did it. <laughs> I'm alive God, again. Oh my God. It's funny because I because if I but if you had posted that story Ugh, or someone had posted right. that story, I truly wouldn't have given a shit. Right, that's and, exactly what I'm talking and about. That's what it. When you told me your, when I still think about your story about your the birth, the mm, crazy birth mm-hmm, that you mm-hmm. had. And I, I tell people about it. I'm like, yeah. it's going to be a one woman show. This is going to be a solo show. This is going to be brilliant. If you'd posted that, I would have been like, I can't. I, I can't. can't. I Another know. C-section. Too much. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's okay. We yeah. get it. Yeah. You know, and so um, so I think, right. So our, our, the way we're consuming these things that used to be, mm-hmm. used to spark joy, do not yeah. spark joy anymore because we're, we're consuming them through this two-dimensional mediator. Yeah shitball of a feed. And then um and then what was the other thing I wanted to point out about all of this, which is that, oh my God, Harry, cut this out, me trying to remember Hi, consumerism Harry. too. Hey, <laughs> I love you. Um well, consumerism's a problem. I don't okay, so I don't remember. But <laughs> but then yeah, so so talk about how consumerism is a problem. Well I I, I think our <laughs> 
in under 20 seconds. I like how she's like about to make it really complicated and like esoteric. And then she's like, I'm just going to repeat what you just said. <laughs> okay, just so. I was like, I don't remember where I was going to take this conversation. So Josie, you do it. You do, you do my job. Um, I, I, we, we just, we put too much value on material things. It, this is not a new thing. Yeah. And in the United States, we've been talking about keeping up with the Joneses for many decades. Yeah. But um, it's gotten to a point where marketing has gotten so sophisticated. We don't even know. We don't even know. Neural the value nudges. In it. Yeah. Uh, another problem in the United States is not at all by far leading the charge in paid time off. I mean... Germans will travel the world six weeks. Australians have like six to eight weeks. We uh, Americans don't even take the very dismal vacation time we have. Mm. It is, it is uh, to me, it's disgraceful. Man, where's Germany on the fucking list? And the United States doesn't go to um to, to overseas. Yeah. We're, we're we're coming back to this isolationism that's scary to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. So um, a two a twenty seventeen study published in the Proceedings of National Academy of Science. Uh, showed that people who spent money on things that helped them save time, like delivery cleaning mm-hmm. services, were more satisfied than if they spent money on, like, expensive wine. Um, yep. So there's a – and I think there's a little bit – I mean, I'm, I'm conflicted about this, but there is a move towards, like, how do you get more time out of your day? Time, yes. Um, through, through some services that I find infantilizing and uh, – and still materialistic. Like what? Um, just everything that's like all of you know subscription things oh, and yeah. delivery things. Oh, right, right. And just mm. it's like the world of like don't ever leave your apartment. Mm-hmm. You know because while that's true, and I do think that people should. What I personally believe is that you should spend money on experiences, not on items. Agree. Um, and because you know there's they've done studies on like looking forward to a trip or something is a lot more meaningful. It ends up creating more happiness feelings in you than than a, a new car which is why you should take small short trips so you always have a trip to look forward exactly That's a, yeah great idea i i think sometimes i sometimes lean towards the materialistic side but i usually it's something that is involving an experience like a musical instrument or like an art tool or yeah. or a tool for like improving your home or something like that things that i enjoy well yeah but i mean we need a suitcase to travel but the point is we're yeah, traveling right, i don't know right. that that would call that materialistic You're right. it's cut, more like i need this thing i need this well, new thing cut the, that out. the funny thing is like they talked about kind of joy you know uh marketing be co-opting joy and i was at the movies the other day and um one of the it was like a coca-cola commercial or whatever like before the movie at the i was at the cinema mm. and um you know, there's like what are these iconic commercials where the kid has got like a huge soda and it's like crinkling whatever what's that where the bubbles are popping oh, at the yeah, top yeah. of the soda crackling, of the you know sparkling ca- crackling at the popping. top and uh, and the kid is just you know and the light from the screen is like illuminating his face and he's like in this darkened theater and there's all these people around and it's like he's drinking his soda and um and in it. Truly made me think of my own childhood, right? Of like going mm-hmm. to the movies and like buying that Coke and like feeling really great, you know? And I was like, motherfucker, like what an effective ad because I do, I'm remembering that. I feel it. It's like I don't like literally never drink soda, but I was like, mm-hmm. should I go get a soda? You know what I mean? Uh, it, it is, it, it works in, uh, 
It's so insidious the way it does. Well, that's work. almost even a harken back to an ad itself, not the experience, because that ad you're describing is such a nostalgic, early, original right, type right, of ad. Totally. Where it's almost quaint. Right? Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, but the other thing I was going to say uh, was there's something about joy that fe- that's also like a little bit of a like elitist, like Western. Uh, yeah, yeah you that know. you can choose to have joy. Right. Yeah. There's I. There's something about late stage capitalism that makes us think that we deserve a happy life. Right. And then when we seek it and don't get it immediately or don't know how to perceive that we already have it, we are unhappy. Right. So it's almost like the, you know, the the whole idea that we're entitled to happiness is our own undoing. It is. We're too self-aware. I mean, I don't know. I hate to bring him up because I was a big fan and it was sad. But watching Anthony Bourdain, mm. even in actually he did yeah. an episode in Tehran. Yeah, and he's I, I with remember the, that. He's with this family and they just meet and they eat. They're not self-aware. I mean, they didn't seem self-aware no. of how happy they're living the life of human connection and family. Yes. And they're making jokes. And it's same actually in Russia, even though, you know, I'm from Russia. And yes, they're like, we're an evil super, not a superpower. We have very low economy but um, um i don't mean we oops <laughs> I mean they. Oh, the center's gonna send me back um but anyway the point is it's just like costa rica too people together that i don't know if happiness is a self-aware thing right and right. like you said we're too self-aware and now we're saying we deserve this i don't know yeah right. well i was chasing it when yeah. i took this experiment this summer and i went off all social media and oh, I, so how long did you do that? Uh, a little over a month. Okay. And I basically daily tried to put my phone out of reach. So if a call came in, I mm-hmm. could go to it, but I wasn't doing the default checking it thing. And I I was never conscious that I was happier until I stopped doing it and right. went, oh my God, here's the anxiety again. Right. So the sad part is you don't recognize that you're happy. No, you don't. Yeah. If you're happy, you, you no. shouldn't be thinking you're happy. No. It's really easy to acknowledge pain and depression and sadness. So it's weird that the benefit isn't that conscious, yeah. but boy, is it worth it. Have it's, you guys ever done that? Have you ever yeah, tried it? Yeah. Well, yeah, I have. It's great. Well, I haven't, I just like reactivated Twitter, but I don't use it and I don't miss it. I don't even go to it. I yeah. will just to promote now, like for this, yeah, but yeah. Um, somebody who is like a millennial was like, you deactivated Twitter, but you're verified. Uh. <laughs> and I go, you know, it's an app, right? Like it's an app. <laughs> Right. It's, it's an app it's in your not, phone. It's not my child. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is your child verified? <laughs> uh, we're working on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think, uh, yeah, I think you're right. When we're not in pain, we're not walking around being like, I'm not in terrible stomach pain or I don't have terrible yeah. cramps. It's only right. when we're in pain. We're right. like, oh my God. It's a horrible <laughs> irony. but yeah. it, it, uh. I do think there is something like, you know, in times when I've been to Iran or uh, like I, I think I've talked about Cuba before where it's not about I mean, again, what little I know about Cuba and even what little I know about Iran. It's because like it's not about um, analyzing every moment no. and thinking that life should be a constant state of orgasm. I think that's part of it is like, wait a minute, life- can it be? <laughs> <laughs> and it cannot be. I mean, the Buddhists will tell you that, yes. right? Like, you have to have the good with the bad or else you won't even fucking know what good is. And mm-hmm. so um, I think part of it is, part of it is we live in a technology uh, 
sewer. Uh, and that's a nightmare that we've created for ourselves. And now we're all just like willingly going along with it. And that's part of our happiness problem. And then mm-hmm. the other part of our happiness problem is that we're in this kind of like, we believe we, which is helped by the technology. We believe we deserve this much leisure and this mm-hmm. much, you know. This uh, is how the neural nudges will come. Yeah. This is how the neural That's nudges right. work. From guys, another um, episode. Do you ever see yourself? <laughs> From another oh, sorry, episode right. about, yeah. about reading your brain right. and neural nudges and marketing. But when you see yourself 10 years or like in the amorphous future, do you imagine yourself off social media in yeah. your retirement? Yes. I bet yeah. all of us do. I yeah. certainly do. I don't know anyone I don't think it's like, going to happen. Yeah. No. I, so I'll why wouldn't we do it today? Why don't we? I don't know because I feel pressure for my career. That's I it. do that's too, technically. technically. If I, I care about my friends' if I babies, only right, person. You're a podcaster. You have to be on social <laughs> yeah. media. You do just I, have to. I don't know if I do. I mean, I really don't know. And yet I... Not going to leave right here and do it. Right. <laughs> right. No, but you said it when you said um, you, you see a picture of someone in Hawaii. Oh, yay. But also, I wish I was there. Why don't I have it? Th-? So there's a Buddhist quote, isn't there? I think it's, wait. Oh, yeah. Comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're in this constant, co- it's capitalism. Comparison we have is the to, thief of joy. Comp- yeah. Competition is naturally um, creates comparison. Yeah. And uh, if we just stop comparing ourselves and we're like, this is my thing, this is their thing, I'll reach where I want, I'll be on my porch, you know, I'll be with my baby and family, I'll be in Costa Rica without internet, great. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys, okay. who is joining us in Costa Rica without internet? Let's, go. Let's yeah. all go. We're not going to know how to meet up, but we'll just see you there. <laughs> fine. Meet at that tree. They used yeah, to figure yeah, it yeah. out. People yeah. used to stick to plans. I know. Oh, Before texting. Those, yes. I used to use a Thomas guide for fuck's sake. <laughs> I don't know, know what, what that it's is. A, it's a car map. It was a, like a oh, whole folder, yes. like a book. Oh, yes. so funny. And you had grids and you had to like look at a street right. and then turn to a certain page while you were driving. Oh, that's amazing. That's yeah. great. Sounds a little dangerous. As yeah, well. it was. You'll I... be prepared for the apocalypse. These new millennials I don't own not. a new Thomas guide, though. I don't own one. <laughs> Guys, order your Thomas guide. That's <laughs> the point of this segment. All right. Now we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're talking about Turkey Day. I will not say gobble, gobble. Today's show is sponsored by Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It monitors your spending. It helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. I have used Rocket Money. And you guys, honestly, I had no idea how many things I was subscribing to that I didn't want to be subscribing to. I think we all go into, we enter into subscriptions with a Pollyanna view that we're going to use as a subscription, even though it's a super obscure, you know, education app from Albania that uh, teaches Russian math or whatever. And then you're like, I'm never going to use this. Why did I get it? I should remember to cancel it. And then you don't. And I know you guys are like me and I know you've done this to yourselves. And guess what? 75% of people have subscriptions that they've forgotten about. So we're all in this bucket. And I think paying for that stuff is so angering and Rocket Money is there to help. Because basically Rocket Money shows you, hey, look at this is what all the things you are subscribed to. But then here's the bigger thing. To unsubscribe, you don't have to go through the whole rigmarole. Rocket Money unsubscribes for you 
with a click of a button, it's so easy. The other thing Rocket Money did for me, which I was incredibly grateful for, was reduce the cost of one of my bills. It was my cable bill. Yes, I still have cable. Rocket Money has over 5 million users that have saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. I mean, that tracks for me and for the number of things I was paying for that I'm frankly ashamed of. So thank you, Rocket Money, for like fixing the shame glaze on my life. Uh, so stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash fake the nation. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash fake the nation. Rocketmoney.com slash fake the nation, you guys. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Oh my God, you guys, this episode is dropping on ye old Thanksgiving and uh, we just thought we would talk about Thanksgiving. I am joined by comedian Ashley England. Hey, Ashley. Hi, how are you? And comedian Katie Kampa. Hello. Um, you guys should absolutely be following them and checking out everything they do because they're both so hilarious. Um, I wanted to talk to you guys about Thanksgiving. Like, what does this holiday say to you? Are there traditions that your family, that you love? Do you, do you like, just order? Order pizza. What happens with you guys and Thanksgiving? I've been away the last few Thanksgivings. It's a good time to travel. Oh, like you've been in? I've mm. either gone. Yeah, last year I performed. I was on a show on Thanksgiving, and it was, but it was in Amsterdam, so no one cared. Right, right, <laughs> no, amazing. I was the only American there. Um, and yeah, otherwise I usually go do Friendsgiving somewhere, either on the West Coast or. So have you like not really been a go to the family uh, Thanksgiving not guy? Really? I mean, like the Thanksgiving for me is about the food. Yeah. And my mom cooks like an insane Thanksgiving dinner. So if she's cooking, I'll go home. But if she's not cooking and she's like, you know, 72 now. So I'm like, um, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I do need you to like haul that bird out of the oven while I <laughs> watch television for three hours. Thank you so much. That is our tradition, mom. Okay, please respect it. Um, but I also have uh, gotten into a screaming fight with my mother like pretty consistently on Thanksgiving Day. For, like, not being a sufficient kitchen slave. So right. um, that's why I tend to get out of town now. And actually, this year we're going to Paris together, but nobody's cooking. So what? We're gonna go. yeah. That sounds so nice. Oh, I'm pretty excited. Great. By the Paris way, Katie Kampa does some travel. <laughs> I do, I do. <laughs> she fucking does it real well. <laughs> I'm really, really good at carrying on, packing and carrying on my bag. I mean, I should like record a YouTube tutorial about packing. I'm really good at it. Uh, and you could become a little YouTube star. Yeah, right. And uh, then that'll be <laughs> I'll just your put career. put on way too much highlighter and show you how to pack a bag. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ashley, what do you do for Thanksgiving? Uh, well, I usually go home to Buffalo. Um, oh, my God. That's where I'm from. I did not know you were from Buffalo. Yeah. It's, uh, is it snowing by then? Sometimes. Mm. Sometimes it'll be like three to seven feet of snow, and then sometimes it'll be just clear Nice, day. nice. Um, the tradition was that I sign up for the turkey trot and rarely run it because it usually <laughs> is too cold. <laughs> so my rule, if it's is if it's below twenty one degrees, I won't run. Oh. It. So there's a wait. So there's no. just like you have an administrative <laughs> tradition of signing up for something. Yes. It goes to charity. It's like pa- paperwork. It's Your tradition is paperwork. Yes. Okay. Are you gonna run it under twenty one degrees? I'm not going under forty two. I did a fucking turkey trot once in Lexington, Massachusetts, with an ex boyfriend <gasps> who shall remain nameless because he was garbage but um that's not nameless i know garbage <laughs> we've all dated him right oh, we yeah. have oh, all yeah. dated him and i did this turkey trot and it was i mean i think it was like not under 21 wait your threshold is 21 yeah why is it what's 21 from buffalo. what is 21 i don't know that's where my body starts to get cold oh but like at 23 you're like I'm this fine. is fine okay <laughs> I, if, it, if it's under 50, my ears start to hurt if I'm outside for more than 20 minutes. So oh, 50? Yeah. Are you from fucking Brazil? Get no. out of here. I lived in San Francisco for too long ears. and it made me soft, I think. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Um, yeah, I no, this was like, I think it was like 25, between 25 and 30 or something like that. Um, and it was, I was so nervous about being cold. The thing about a turkey trot, it doesn't last forever. So that's an interesting, you know, thing to remember. What are they? 5K? Um, yeah. Ours is an 8K. Oh, that's far. Um, a little different. But you're going from one specific point to are you a City Hall. I Sometimes. Okay. Yeah. I was. I am, uh, you know, I'm just a casual a guy who sometimes does a, <laughs> like a little jog, you know? I've been asked to, to participate in a lot of turkey trots and I've said no. Always. <laughs> I, You know what? After doing it that one time, I was like, oh, I'm going to do this every year in whatever town I'm in. And then I never did it again. Um, but I do, I, you know, I do love the idea of that mm-hmm. kind of an active thing being a part of your day, a day that's so I'll slothful. do like a turkey constitutional. I'll do like a oh, 1.5 mile around like a lake, you know, yes, or something. Yes, a turkey I don't constitutional. Trot. <laughs> Maybe I'll sign up for that this year. And that's, that. I love that. Yeah. Um, I uh, do you, and so you do you always do the family? I do, but this year my brothers are both going to their respective girlfriends' families. Okay. So now as the single child, yeah. I'm coming back alone. And uh, are you? I mean, do maybe you, you guys should book tickets to Paris. I know. Yeah, <laughs> that what would are, be awesome. What are we actually. thinking about that? Um, that's interesting. Like, and has your family always embraced the significant O's that come through? They weren't really there. Oh, okay. Until I mean, I think I had brought one or two home at some point. One was, was it Canadian. awkward? Was it okay? It's, oh my god, my mom is like everyone's dream mother. Oh, amazing! Okay, so she's yeah. the sweetest lady, and she's an awesome cook. Right, right. Helps. So it's worked out. Yeah. Have you had? Have either of you had any of those awkward political conversations around the table? No. Uh, my my mom has a good friend who's. Uh, boyfriend is like from blue collar Baltimore and he'll say some like kind of ignorant stuff but mostly by the end of the night everybody's like wasted because my mom my mom has <laughs> her friends come and they're they like to drink <laughs> nice so uh yeah I want to do a marijuana Thanksgiving Ooh. have done it have you done yes, it yes very thankful <laughs> and did I it recommend lead to more eating oh yeah because I had to take a nap break at yeah, one yeah, point yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I feel like I I'm overwhelmed. I want to do more eating than I'm physically capable, but I feel like if I had more marijuana, 
my yeah, system, it would work. I could just fit more in uh-huh. there. Yeah. Um, and you'll at least feel like less hurty. Right, right, know? right, right. I um, I've almost never and in. I think we talked about Thanksgiving maybe two years ago. So those of you who remember this episode, let's just be honest that you don't remember the episode. Um, so I may be repeating myself, but I, I almost never go home because I'm from California. I've been on the East Coast forever. And so the the calculation is always like, do I want to pay for a plane ticket twice and travel that and travel week, that week yeah. which sucks. Yeah. It's worse than traveling for Christmas it's because terrible. it's such a distinct, yeah. like everyone's trying to leave on Wednesday. It just sucks. Mm-hmm. So I, I just tend to not do it. My man... Uh, who I married to, um, he he's a huge fan of just doing pizza and like cupcakes. He doesn't. He's like, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to cook. I don't want there to be any like demands on our time at all. The rest of the year, all we do is shit we don't want to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let this and day if the be. The point of the day is to be sloth. thankful. Then, like, yeah, I'm with that. Like. Yeah. If it was up to me to cook, that would be my yeah, solution. Yeah, 100%. Pizza and cupcakes, hands down. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's been delight. I mean, I, I got to be honest. It's there, there, It's been quite delightful. Um, I then, but I also am filled with guilt because I'm like, his family lives in Connecticut and, you know, we should go and see them. And we do see them on occasion. It's not like, or, you know, we've. <laughs> I mean, if it's his family, then it's kind of his call. Right. You know? <laughs> Completely. And I don't know. I totally am the, I'm the lady who is like always pushing him to be like let's go see your family mm-hmm. where you know what i mean where he's like not pushing anyone you know yeah. what i mean and so uh, i definitely think not for thanksgiving like but if you're gonna push then like have like a sunday dinner or something like that but right. thanksgiving if you want did, to order pizza that is like we just amazing. did a saturday brunch okay with them, so i feel pretty good about yeah, that's that great. yeah yeah with the baby that's and right the about where thing. you want to be yeah. yeah much less work than a thing now my question for you is as someone uh, who now has this baby? Um, do I have some sort of an obligation for the historical archives known as Instagram to have some sort of a setting that involves a turkey so that I can take a photo of my baby with that turkey? Uh, optional. <laughs> If you're not going to have Thanksgiving at home, then I mean, that's like, I'm thinking about when she goes to high school and college and she's like explaining Thanksgiving to people and having it explained to her, you know, (laughs) how it's different. Yeah. Yeah, that'll that'll be weird. But I mean, in terms of like your content, sure. No, I mean, forget. Yeah. It's like, is it, I guess when you have a child. You mean for her TBT? Like for her you know, it, to look back on her life and be like, oh, my parents, they did these lovely things that are part of the American tradition. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm like, yeah, we fucking <laughs> ate pizza on your first Thanksgiving. So that's how we did it. Like, is that kind of weird? I mean, no, I don't think she should take it personally. Right. You know? <laughs> I have no pictures of me with a turkey, I don't think. Okay, I don't even know if that's a thing. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm making it sound like that's a thing. Yeah, but I, I, I can imagine. So. I honestly think that pictures kind of get lost in the shuffle at Thanksgiving because you're so busy, like, eating and, like, getting the food ready and watching yeah. football if you're a guy, you know. And also, <laughs> like, I uh, I would like for everyone to do a digital detox. I hope very much that they aren't posting anything. And they're not it's, even. No, it's pretty obnoxious. Well, so they are. They I are, actually do posting, a digital it's all I don't food watch. pictures. Nothing's nothing's photos of people. It's generally right. Food. Nothing's like this is yeah. my racist uncle yeah. who's really yeah, yeah, into yeah, the yeah. Muslim ban. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be an interesting photo. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there's something about um, there's there. I, I I do have a family member who is a big Trump 
person, which is extra weird because he came here from Iran. Wow. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. He escaped That's the throes of war. You know, over the uh, the border of Turkey um, and uh, waited for an interview at the American consulate in Istanbul for months, like braved. You know, I mean, he did all of this. I mean, he really went through it to wow. get to this country. He really fucking went through it. And I think in some way, I mean, I, I think in some ways he really, really deeply appreciates that, appreciates it. And what his appreciation has turned into very much like, how does this now serve me? Yes. I went through all of this and this isn't about. So it's he does. He's not into this like my neighbors thing. Like um, he doesn't think you know, he does. He's one of those people that thinks that the border, there should be a wall, that there are too many immigrants. Even though he's an immigrant, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's common. And I, and I'm just shocked by it. And I never know uh, what to say. What would you guys say? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I would like start some shit at the dinner table. Is what I would do. Oh, you're you're that. You're, yeah, you're like, let's get into oh, it. I, I mean, now these days, I'm like, this isn't like a you know my point of view versus your point of view. This is like what's true right and what's wrong. bullshit. Yeah. So let's talk about it. You know, right, I don't right. care. Sorry, mom, but we're going to do this. <laughs> right. Um, but I don't think that's necessarily, you know, the best right, approach. It's right. just something that I can't help doing. <laughs> what would you do, Ashley? Um, so my, my brother's usually, it, when he is around and he has a few drinks, he used to work for Hillary. So I know he always has the facts to back up oh, whatever yeah. I start. Yeah. Um, but I'm usually, I usually that's would just. Awesome. Thank you. Oh, he's great. <laughs> I usually just say, you're not more important than anyone else. And that's all I say to people. <laughs> that I just I just feel like you're not more important than anyone else, so you don't deserve more than anyone else. Like, right, right, right. Other people need help. I don't know. Yeah. It's tough. I with mean, it's that. hard because it's like, how do you convince somebody of that like basic principle? Yeah. You know? Which is a basic principle. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just what it I mean, it goes back to uh the fucking enlightenment era, whatever, when they were talking about, like, the nature of man is this, like, social contract that we can all know the nature of man is greed and, like, doing shit for himself. Um, and it is, like, a fundamental It's both. Princi- it's everything. It's both. It's we're everything. monsters and we're angels. Well, yes. we're monsters, and so we need the social contract to, like— but you have to be self-aware that, like, your monstrousness is not okay. Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> what is that Thanksgiving like? <laughs> I don't want to know. Oh, my God. Um, it's locked down. Don't worry. <laughs> no one problematic is invited. And, uh, pr- yeah. It's probably VR, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a hologram turkey. Yeah. Um, wasn't Facebook... It's a Black Mirror Thanksgiving. <laughs> wasn't Facebook selling those those um, cameras that, like, rotate around the there's room? Stuff, but- there's, like, something with that today. The portal. Oh, what? Yeah, it? they're what? like pulling in data from something that like no one gave them permission. <gasps> Obviously, to- yeah. I mean, of course they're pulling in data. Don't get that shit for your home, yeah. you guys. I mean, and it's I, you know, we've talked about this. But like, I don't want. First of all, when it comes to that Thanksgiving conversation in which someone is inevitably racist, yes, I don't need a fucking. Go- I'm unplugging uh, the Alexa Google wherever I'm at. Yeah, whatever, yeah like recording <laughs> Those that conversation. Creep me out. Creep me out. Do you have one at home? No. Do you have one at home? I do, but I only really talk to my dog. <laughs> and the Alexa. And, and your, the Alexa. your dog is not so polemical. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the dog is a conversation. Yeah. 
Um, no, I mean, I, but I, I, I will say, okay, there are times when I'm like, oh, it'd be nice if I could just turn to a thing and be like, how many cups of chicken broth am I supposed to put in the, you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um, that sounds nice. But also, am I so fucking incapable <laughs> that I can't? Pull it up I on know. this magic machine that they've already built, thin and light and nice and pretty. And that whose I attention I up. have to get, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like with just with a quick little yeah. click of the finger. It's also has voice recognition mm-hmm. in it. So it's not like I even have to type very yeah. much. Like yeah. I can do all of that. Also, what happened to fucking cookbooks? You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Let's pull out one of those yeah. dusty Let's fucking get it dirty. 700 Let's get a stain page. on it. Yes. <laughs> you know, I went, when my mom wanted the uh, Julia Child's original, whatever the fuck that was called, French cookbook. And it was like bringing, and it was for Christmas, and, and uh, brought it home, and we were looking through it. And it just was like, the, it had this like, just this presence in the kitchen. You know what I mean? Of like some kind of stately. Absolutely. You know, oh, do you want to know how to do? Now we're cooking. Right, right. (laughs) Would you like to know how to do uh, a nice um, uh, creme anglaise (laughs) on the fucking uh, raspberry tartine Mm. like that? You just pull one of those up and Mm. uh, fuck, it's so nice. Um, So I do do think there's something uh, to, I just, it, Thanksgiving is analog, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. that is a good day to unplug from things. It's a good day to unplug from things, um, or watch sports, but doing it communally. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh, which I also like to totally never understood the sports on Thanksgiving. I don't get it either. Yeah, me uh, neither. Didn't get. it. I mean, it's you know, I think it's uh, predicated on like women do all the cooking. So what do the men have to do? Uh, Nothing. Put them in a separate room. Get them so out of can... the kitchen. <laughs> Stop bothering me. <laughs> yeah, it's such an old, it's an old timey thing. I don't, you know, yeah. I don't understand. And I'm also like, shouldn't they get to go have Thanksgiving? Like, couldn't we just give them the? You know, we don't really need Thanksgiving football anymore. But the people who are into it are really into it. So. Yeah. But also, they're getting paid several gajillion dollars yeah, yeah. Uh, to put themselves in harm's way and uh, medically abuse themselves yeah. so uh i guess they want to play on thanksgiving um oh my god i had one more question for you guys okay here's what it is so we live in new york city have you guys ever done the thanksgiving day parade never oh um, you know what maybe what i feel like when you I was should like, remember if yeah. you've done it or not it seems I mean, like it's a memorable i don't know event. what parade it was i just remember a lot of like backs of adults heads so i'm pretty sure that i'm pretty sure yeah oh, like I did as go a once. child yeah. oh okay i mean you know it's balloons so you do see them but right it was it was like fine I'm- <laughs> I, I would prefer a protest honestly <laughs> I've never, I've never, I've never done it. Have you done no, it? No, no. I watch it on TV. Right. Yeah. I think there's something lovely about watching it on TV mm-hmm. and the thing. I mean, I don't know. Um, I, there, there is something about that that speaks to my kind of child. That, you know, my parents would put it on. Um, and again, my parents are Iranian, so like my mom. She was just like, ugh, like she was annoyed to have to make a Thanksgiving dinner. And we didn't have a lot of extended families. We're the only ones that came here from Iran. So uh, she would take these like um, Persian rice dishes and use that as stuffing inside the mm. turkey. <laughs> and she would like literally 
put saffron on the turkey. <laughs> and so this was like a very Persian Thanksgiving. That's, I love that. I mean, yeah, it was. That's, I do like Thanksgiving, too, because it's a secular holiday. You know, it's it like is. and it's, if you want to go to the movies, nobody's at the movies. <laughs> oh, it's great. I've done that. Yeah. I've done that. Um, it, yeah, I think that's what's nice about it is that it also sort of I mean, the atrocities yeah, of the Native American yes. history recognized mm-hmm. uh, horrendous. And I get that. And I w- would like for there to be some sort of like, I don't know, um, you, you know, like how in um, what's the Jewish holiday in the spring Passover, you do all those like chants. Um, I would like there to be some Thanksgiving like chanting where yeah. we like take back a little bit of that Native American history and talk about how we owe them a lot or something. Yeah. Who is out there going to write some chants for me? <laughs> <laughs> I want to bring that into. Wouldn't that be it's a nice? Good pamphlet, you know? Wouldn't that be like, because have you done the like die new, like Passover? Yeah. Here's like, I'm a Muslim. Why I've done it so many herbs? times. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so like, I would love that um, to be like an American tradition where we sort of like take, like revisit that history and take it back and make it more beautiful. Uh, uh, in, in, in um, Are we the people to <laughs> make that call? Probably not. No, could- I'm not, no, I'm just saying, as like a, I'm not a, no I'm, no no I'm not like yeah Negin. I know I'm <laughs> see I, the mic like no I know why, why is a Muslim American making any co- but like I I want there to be some sort of coalition yeah, yeah. of uh I don't know what until, some like, acknowledgement just some acknowledgement I want some poetry mm-hmm. uh, around the acknowledgement and I want to wrap it into Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my eat. Like, just like it's not a big deal, guys. Somebody out there make it happen in a in a um, really thoughtful way, please. And that <laughs> would be like just a lovely cap on Indigenous Peoples Day of just like a continuation, yeah, like a month long. Yes. yes, why not? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Let it be the kind of natural, like a beautiful end, a celebratory end of like Indigenous Peoples Day. Yeah. Oh, I'm into it. Who's going to make it happen, guys? Um, Let me know what you guys did for Thanksgiving. I hope that you're all, um, I don't know, comatose on your couch, (laughs) uh, unbuttoning that top button on your pants, making room for a little more pumpkin pie. Which is my favorite pumpkin pie? Oh yeah, hands down. Uh, it's and not even that filling, so you can keep eating it oh. even seconds later in the night. And it's like kind of healthy. Yeah, it's pumpkin. Yep. Get out of here. It's, it's not true. Healthy. It's I true. mean, She's I live right. by that. There's like a one and a half percent health metric in it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but keep eating it, you guys. <laughs> and uh, um, I hope you have a lot of gluten. And <laughs> I will guarantee it. <laughs> And, um, you know, and then and I hope you have a nice turkey constitutional. Thank you. Same to you. Um, (laughs) All right, guys. Uh, That's our show, you guys. That's it. I want to thank you for listening. And I also want to thank the production team here at Fake the Nation. That's our producer, Harry Nelson, our audio engineer, Andy Christensen, our panelists, Ashley England, Katie Kampa, Matt Gorley, and Vicki Kupperman. Gabby Alter wrote our theme music, and Lily Fleshler helps with research. Dear listeners. We'd love to hear from you. Send us your feedback, topics we should be chatting about, guest ideas that you might have. You could leave us a voicemail at 347-770-4981 or drop us a line at comments at fakethenation.com if you like what you hear. Leave us a review at Apple Podcasts. It helps people find the show. Um, Guys, happy Thanksgiving. You're the best. 